0: One of the other big sporting events on the planet is also happening Sunday New Zealand time, Saturday Hawaii time. It is arguably the hardest one-day event in the world. It is the famous Hawaiian Ironman. It is the holy grail of all things triathlon. Over the last couple of days we've spoken to Braden Curry, We've reminisced about Aaron Baker with the great Dr John Hellemans and I thought we'd get maybe now an age group perspective on this race because the age group world championships also run alongside of the professional race. You race in five-year age categories from the age of eight through to, I think it's 18 to 24, 25 to 29 and so on across the men and the women. You've got to qualify to get there. It's incredibly tough to meddle in the age groups. You've got to be a superstar. Now, it might be doing my next guest um, a little bit of a disservice calling him an age group athlete because for much of his career, he was a professional triathlete. In fact, he was second and third at the New Zealand Ironman and was one of the big names in the sports in the 1980s and 1990s. These days, well... He still looks like a 40-year-old, but I think he's just turned 60. His name is Steve Farrell. He'll be competing again this weekend in Hawaii. He joins us on the program. Steve, good evening. Welcome. Evening, Mark. Yeah. Now, look, I understand. What, where have you been? Have you just been to one of the sort of the, the, what, opening events or one of the functions that they do put on in race week? Yeah,
1: the opening banquet, about 4,000 people. Absolutely massive and absolutely American, as you can imagine.
0: Um, and what is the atmosphere like in Kona?
1: Oh, look, it's pumping. There's just uh, that. The, well, actually, Kona's too big. We're staying at Waikalawa. Um Kona's just. Absolutely packed, and you can't get a place. We've been here for a couple of weeks, staying in Kona, but we couldn't we couldn't get accommodation for race week. So we're staying at Waikoloa, about forty five minutes drive down the road. Yeah, lovely about a, place as well.
0: Yeah, about four. I back in ninety three, I think um, staying there as well. Um, yeah. Let, let's um, Steve. This year slightly different. For the first time in history, they're actually racing the Ironman over two separate days with the pro men and most of the age group men racing on the Saturday and what, the women racing on Thursday, are they, or is it Friday over there?
1: Yeah, uh, so Thursday here, Friday uh, morning, the, 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 the woman and the old guys like me race on the Thursday and then on the Saturday, which is Sunday morning New Zealand time, uh, the pro men and the rest of the men race, the rest of the age group men race.
0: Yeah, Stephen. I mean, you're a hardened professional. I mean, you've raced more triathlons than any man I know. Do you get nervous?
1: Yeah, no, I was. I was just driving into and uh, in, just down Polanyi and just mentioned the name, and all of a sudden the old stomach starts to turn. You go, oh damn it, really? 60 years old, and I'm still getting nervous about it. Just a, you know, 4k swim, 180k bike, and a marathon. Yeah, Ridiculous now, really isn't it Mark
0: Yeah I mean Steve back in the um, early 1990s You would have been going there to try and get yourself on the podium Or trying to get yourself a top 10 finish What What are the goals this time around at the age of 60
1: Beat all my mates
0: Just beat your mates Yeah And, what, and how yeah. many mates have oh, you look, got 4,000 have you yeah, yeah There's
1: 240 guys In my 200, yeah 240 guys in just in my age group yeah, and they're all coming here in the shape of their life and they're all trying to think I'm going you know, there'll be there'll be probably fifty are thinking I'm going in with a chance or one. So you always like to think you're in with a chance and then you get out in the Queen K and uh, you know it's like yeah, yeah, the heat gets you or something gets you and it's all over.
0: Plan A becomes plan D by the end of it. Exactly right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Steve, just talking about that, you know, when you visualise it, when you go through it and you set your training up, where to you is the critical point in that race? When does that Ironman really start when, you know, the preparation comes through, uh, the word patient needs to maybe be uh, brought out, you, you know, and you start to realise that perhaps you haven't got your nutrition plan, like, and it goes from being sort of shoulders down to sort of shoulders up?
1: Yeah, well, the thing with this race is that because it's just, it's, it's just so much hotter and so much more humid and uh funny thing is people are in, in kailua kona think it's not really that hot and you go out in the queen k in the lava fields and it's, it's it feels like it's 10 degrees warmer matter of fact it probably is 10 degrees warmer you make one mistake in the first hour and you pay for it in the last what should have been the last hour which becomes the last five hours just like that mm. one mistake miss a drink bottle um decide to go up the road you know, and put it push down a few more watts than you should have, and it's and the whole thing's over. Yeah. yeah, at least when you're playing tennis or something like that, you just lose a point or lose a set, and then you get on to the next one, don't you?
0: Yeah, and look, it knows no names, it knows no reputations, it doesn't care what socioeconomic background you come from, what religion, what race you are. If you haven't done the work, this thing will swallow you up and spit you out.
1: Yeah, which what, what's what, what makes it so much fun, really,
0: isn't it? Mm, absolutely, well, everyone loves to come. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, there's got to be a level of jeopardy. Uh, talk about your build-up. You've been over there for a while. Um, why so long?
1: Yeah, money to get away from work and just and, and just and just concentrate on training and and just relax a bit more. Uh, plus, a couple of friends want, who haven't done the race wanted to come a bit earlier than than uh, than I probably would have, and uh, just to get out in the Queen K and ride the course a couple of times. So we've ridden the whole bike course a uh, couple of Sundays. Um, I blew up once, blew up on one of the Sundays. It was. Uh, yeah, just a reminder of what it can be like. Mm. Um, thought I was awesome again. Thought I was 30, but I'm not. I'm 60.
0: Mm. And boom. Mm. Yeah, um, I, I, um, Called home Remember the great Lothar leader. I was up there with Cameron Brown, I think in 2005 or something. And Lothar leader, the great German, came up to Cameron and said, look, every year we try and make it a bike race. And every year it's a running race. Uh, does that apply to everybody? If you want a good day, have you got to run well in Hawaii?
1: You've got to run well, but you got to bike within yourself as well. So that's that, that's that, that's the other part of it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so guys can get away on the bike. I mean, Cam was a master. It was still is, isn't he? Really? You know, at fifty, at uh, at, at at biking with himself, and then running like you wouldn't believe, ten, fifteen, twenty minutes faster than everyone else.
0: And it's not an easy thing to do, is it? Sometimes having that patience, um, particularly early on, as you alluded to. You know, you forget that. Um, the level of fatigue probably really starts to kick on on the bike at the 120, 130k mark. And at 80 kilometres, you can be sort of at the front of the world. At 140k, you can be sitting in the gutter.
1: Yeah, yeah. And for us, we got we got the 25 to 29-year-old boys, the boys, 10 minutes behind us, they'll probably catch us by the end of the swim. And they'll come flying past us on the bike, you know, about 150 of them. And eat every single one of them you will want to tag on the back and see if you're going to hang on to them. Draft legal, of course, Mark. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, but but you just got
0: to let him go. Yeah, look, I mean, historically, it's always been a non-drafting race, but in more recent times, with more athletes being allowed to enter it and getting over 2,000, 2,500, it's, it's become a little bit of a joke. But I guess this time, by separating the women and some of the age group men from the elite men and a lot of the age group men, uh, hopefully that doesn't happen, and hopefully um, it is just a little bit more honest. Mind you, I'd imagine, Steve, at 140K, you probably like to see a bunch come past.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah um but um yeah well and the interesting thing is they got the age woman half an hour ahead you know say you know 70 I think the oldest woman's 78 but the oldest guy' is Warren Hill from Auckland 84 um but um, they're all in front of us you know so the, the biggest thing will be actually just and and they will be sliding this way I will get to overtake some people I hope <laughs> um, but just actually uh, the the uh, the traffic jams on the Queen K and getting around them you know Um, um, some of the older ones are not that good on the bike, so you've got to be careful that you Mm. give them a wide burst so you don't end up spooking them and knocking them off their bikes or something.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting too under this new format to see whether the women go as fast as they have previously or if they're a little bit slower, because there's always been, I guess, um, people have sort of said, well, look, you know, leading women, sometimes they get in amongst the leading age group men get dragged around the course a little bit. So it'll be an interesting dynamic. Yeah.
1: And some of our young guys have got like, oh, can can you know these twenty-five year olds? Can can I catch some of the pro women that are starting an hour ahead of me? So that'll be their challenge as well. Mm-hmm. And ideally, of course, because it's the woman or the pro women are starting on the um, starting first, you'd like to see them have their day and be well ahead of the of the young guys. But for sure, there'll be some of the pro women swallowed up by some of these young fast guys mm-hmm. that that are starting about an hour ten behind them.
0: Yeah, and all the talk and all the hype in regards to the elite men, is Braden Curry getting much of a mention?
1: Um, No, that's quite funny, isn't it, really? You know, because I'm just going, oh, surely they'll, they'll, you know, they did mention Warren Hill, uh, the oldest guy uh, racing, but uh, Braden hardly gets a mention, which still makes me laugh. And, of course, um, for all the Kiwi guys, he's he's not only the sentimental favourite, he was, you know, third um, earlier this year at, at World Champs in Utah. So he's definitely a chance, and we'd like to see him win.
0: Yeah, and you've coached previously, Rebecca Clark. She's our New Zealand representative in the women's field. Um, have you had a chance to catch up with her and and what are her expectations?
1: Yeah, not that many. She's just sort of excited to be here. But you know, when you say that, she had a great race at the last um, at the last um, oh crumbs, where was it now? Um, PTO uh, a couple of weeks ago had a fantastic race and raced and raced way better than she thought she would. So hope she, hopefully, she has another good one. Mm-hmm. on Thursday.
0: Yeah, Steve, I've just had someone texting in uh, wanting to know whether you've experienced the famous crosswinds out on the bike.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and, and for those, you know, so uh, you just can't ride too deep a front wheel uh, too, because uh, we've been we've had some bad training days where we've just been pushed off our bikes, especially when there's quite a lot of traffic. There's a lot more traffic and now than there was say when I first did the race back in the last century actually. Um, and so you just got to be that much more careful and, and, uh, and, and you, you know, you got to stay right inside the shoulder uh, and you can get blown about pretty badly, but hopefully race day doesn't look too bad. Maybe 16 miles an hour. What's that about, uh, uh, 25 K an hour, something like that. So it shouldn't be too bad.
0: Mm, well, Steve, he lo- says, yeah, <laughs> <you never> <laughs> Uh, Steve, uh, lovely to have you on the program, my good man. I'm very envious. I'm sitting here in just like a really, really brutally cold southerly, mate. It feels like the middle of winter. I'm watching all these Facebook photos of you guys enjoying swimming pools and the black lava fields. And so you're up there. Um, All the best on the weekend, mate. Looking forward to following uh, your journey. In fact, on Thursday, is it? Thursday, Hawaii time, Friday, New Zealand time.
1: Yeah, actually, you should come over and do it next year,
0: mate. I think there's a saying called confusing ability with ambition, Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have actually lost 10 kilograms, um, though, mate. I actually have lost 10 kilograms. I have. True. I'm going to head up to Matakana. When when you get back, when you get back, I'm heading up to Matakana.
1: Okay, we'll go for a ride.
0: Cheers, mate. See you, mate. Steve Farrell there, uh, an icon of New Zealand triathlon, joining us on the programme, giving us his thoughts on the great race, arguably the biggest triathlon in the world, the most prestigious. Uh, You win Hawaii, man. You have won the Holy Grail.